Champions Mojo is part of the CG Sports Network. Mindfulness is powerful, especially right now in our digitally dominant world. You know, we're always trying to distract ourselves. And that's what phones do. They're little distraction devices. And so, you know, being mindful means being here in this moment, whatever you're doing and not trying to distract yourself. Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. And as usual, I am co-hosting with my wonderful sister-in-law, Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. It's so great to see you today. You look terrific. Oh, so do you. And that's Maria, you're wearing pink and I'm wearing black. It's like, okay, the world is <laughs> turned upside down, right? <laughs> because it's, it's always the opposite. So today's topic, we really, I, I know this seems like a, a little bit of a, a light subject, but it's going to be a quick podcast. So if you guys can hang with us, we are going to talk about mindfulness. Another word, a little bit higher level of that word is consciousness. Yes. And and even yet a deeper level of this is paying attention to what we're doing, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mindfulness is a buzzword, but yeah, it's paying attention to what you're doing in that moment. In that moment. And so, you know, the, the dictionary definition is basically uh, the mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, bodily sensations used. uh, This could be used as a therapeutic technique. So mindfulness is important, but why would we want to be mindful? Um, There are a lot of benefits. So just just to name a few, uh, reduction in anxiety, improved cognition, better relationships, reduced stress. So our last episode that you and I did together was on how to reduce stress. Being mindful is definitely a reduction in stress, improving sleep, reducing pain. And there's so much more. Uh, Maria, does that sound like something that you might want to do? Yeah, of course. You know, the first time I heard the word mindfulness was, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago and I was getting my master's degree in counseling and my supervisor was actually doing a study on mindfulness. I was like, what's that? And he explained that pretty much just the way you said it, but um, he had, he was training, he was, he was working with uh, nursing students which very stressful nursing training is one of the most stressful kind of training you can go through. And, and, and the program that he was working with that a lot of them flunked out. So he trained, I don't know, I think it was six or 10 uh, of these students in mindfulness and the, uh, the results were amazing. Um, you know, they, those, you know, the ones in his, in his study did better on almost every, um, um, metric, you know, in terms of personal happiness and also they perform better in school. So I remember thinking, oh, and I think I've, I've probably bought 14 books on mindfulness. I'm getting the yeah. idea of it now. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly what it is. But yeah, mindfulness is powerful, especially right now in our digitally dominant world. You know, we're always trying to distract ourselves and that's what phones do. They're little distraction devices. Um, and so, you know, being mindful means being here in this moment, whatever you're doing and not trying to distract yourself. In the last show we talked about, like you said, we talked about stress. 
Um, and being mindful is like a huge way to combat stress. So let's talk about some ways we can be more unmindful. Um, the one, the first one is, and I, you know, I think maybe Oprah Winfrey or somebody brought this practice gratitude. Um, and that's basically thinking about what is good right now. What's good in this moment. And I think you can list it, you can journal it. I, in my prayer life, I, I start out, uh, as I've said in other things by breathing and then, I think about, you know, what is on my mind, what's on my heart and and then what am I grateful for for that? So that's that's a huge and practicing gratitude is just a great habit all around. Like what's good right now? Like what's good right now is you and I are together. We're talking about a good thing. You know, it doesn't matter what else is going on in the world. This is this is great. My my, my the temperature in this room is great. I have had a nice meal. I can, you know, I can spend, if I really think about it, I can list a hundred things that I'm grateful for. And that's really a great way uh, to be mindful. And then the a second way to do it is to uh, check in with your body and, you know, take, take the focus off of other things, what your, you know, your thoughts and, and just thinking, okay, what's going on with my body right now? You know, this is particularly helpful when you're eating. It's like, you know, I'm chewing, I'm tasting this food. You know, what's, is any of my muscle sore? Does, you know, do, you know, or what feels good? You know what? And right now I'm feeling physically really good. Um, so, you know, one thing you can do is move your body and think about how it feels. You can stretch your arms up over your head and think about how that feels and, you know, be in that moment. Kelly, yes. do you have some ideas? Yeah. So, um, those are two great ones to start. We're, we're going to do 10 total because the right. name of the show is the 10 simple <laughs> ways to be more mindful, but I forgot already. Cause I was being mindful. The first two, you were right <laughs> in the mindfulness. So you didn't even, that's, I love it. You were focused. So, um, a, a practice that I do with some of my uh, coaching clients is I have them say the words now I am. So when you're transitioning from, let's say you come in from a busy day at work and, you know, all your kids hit you when you come in the door or your spouse, you're like, okay, now I am the mom and Hmm. that's what I'm doing. Now Hmm. I am talking with my spouse. Now I am swimming. Now I am. So it's just, it's a little practice of just saying now I am. And I want to tell a story that relates back to swim parents who drive swimmers to practice all the time or soccer parents or anybody who does a lot of driving, my dad and mom too, of course, but somehow I guess my dad was less mindful than my mom because dad would drive, got so in the routine of driving us to the pool for swim practice, especially me, but Jim and I went together. Your husband was once a little baby carpooler, Maria. I know it's hard to believe. (laughs) Anyway, I can envision it. And so when the family would get in the car to go anywhere, let's say we're going to my aunt and uncle live nearby. And sometimes we went over there to see them, or we went to the grocery store, or we're going to a movie, or we were going to a basketball game. Guess where we would end up at the swimming pool (laughs) at swim practice, because dad was not mindful. He was on autopilot. He was just on autopilot. So one of the techniques for now I am is setting an alarm to be present. Oh, I love some of the experts say like set an alarm that says, you know, I'm going to be present. I'm going to have attention at being attentive to what you're doing is actually a muscle. So you develop that muscle of attention. Yeah. So 
So that's my, my, that's number three. Number four is so important for relationships. And it's so obvious when you're mindful, truly listen to the person you are speaking with. And Mark, you know, being the linguist that he is, he calls that the interlocutor. So your interlocutor is simply the per you are, you are currently my interlocutor, Maria. And so listen to what that person is saying. And I, it's easy for me to be thinking, all right, I'm listening to what Maria's saying. What am I going to say next? Mm. Instead of listening to what you're saying, which is we, we know having been experienced podcasters, when we have guests, you never want to do that. You want to listen. And Maria, you're so good at that listening to their full what they're saying, and then asking a responsive question versus, okay, question number five is, and that's how you can kind of tell the difference between really good listeners and people that are, you know, thinking about what they're going to have for dinner or something else. So putting the phone down is the first thing turning, you know, like Mark and I have a habit now where we have breakfast together every morning that we can, and our phones are not allowed to be there because if they're there, we invariably just something will ping or we'll think about, you know, oh, I should have done that. Mm. So put your phone down and truly listen. That's number Mm. four. Those are both so beautiful. And I have to admit that I am guilty of turning the wrong way. Um, You know, just like, oh, you know, I'm on my way. I go, I drive between my home and my work uh, often several times a day. And so sometimes I'll forget what I'm doing. So I'm really guilty of that. I love the the, uh, set alarm to be present. That's beautiful. And of course, putting your phone down. Um, So five and six, I love uh, number five, which is pay attention to your emotions. So many times I can, and and this might be common. I don't know if it's to you. I can just like be doing something uh, often putting food in my mouth, for instance, um, you know, and I, and I'm like, what, I'm not hungry. What am I doing? You know, or, or even just open the refrigerator or open a cabinet. What am I doing? I am, I am responding to something that I don't want to think about. I am having an emotion that makes me uncomfortable. That makes me want to want to run away. And really, you know, once you ad- once you can pay attention to your emotions, they're not all that bad. It's like, and, and this just happened yesterday evening. I was in a conversation with some, with some, with a couple of people, and I said something that I was kind of embarrassed about. I mean, it, it was fine, but I, I felt a little bit embarrassed about it. And then later, uh, after I got finished with it, it was a, it was a Zoom call. After I got finished with the meeting, I was like, you know, kind of pacing around, and I was, I just, and then I realized, okay, Maria, what's going on? Oh, you feel embarrassed about what you said. Was that, that was, was that a bad thing? No, that really wasn't. I mean, I was able to kind of work it through once I was willing to face it. I felt a little bit of shame about saying something and it was fine really, but you know, maybe, maybe it, maybe it wasn't fine, but, but, but just acknowledging that I had those feelings rather than just, you know, doing whatever it is, like so many of us, like getting into my phone and, and, you know, going on Instagram, you know, just to distract myself from that uncomfortable feeling. Lots of times, we don't, we try to run away from uncomfortable feelings. And if we can just be there in that moment, it's so much better. And then number six is, and you know, I, I I kind of alluded to this before, become aware of all five of your senses. It's not just, you know, what do I, what am I hearing right now? What am I, you know, what, what's the taste? What's, what's the smell? You know, what's the, you know, how do things feel? Like, how does this chair I'm sitting in feeling? 
Um, you know, what, you know, what, what is this, what is the texture of things that really helps you be in the moment and mindful. Um, and, and you really want to be that if you're taking care of a child, you want to, you want to think about how they smell, <laughs> you know, what are they saying? How, you know, their smooth little skin, their sandy, soft hair, you know, you, if you're talking to a, a friend, you know, what, it's the same thing, be aware of everything that you, that you can observe with your senses about them. Yeah. And some of these are great techniques for just Uh, like some of the things we're talking about today are things to do to be more productive. And then some of these are things to practice being mindful of just calming yourself down of using the benefits of mindfulness. And, and this is a, this is one for anxiety and for being mindful. And that's become aware of five things in nature. Oh, that's beautiful. So, you know, like a lot of times, you know, this is, I'm in my little, workspace studio here, which has three windows that look out on a beautiful, incredible, beautiful Florida scene, you know, like a long view of the golf course and the lake and the pool and lots of beautiful plants and birds. And so, you know, I, like just if I'm looking here, I can see glistening water. I can see a hundred palm trees. I can see a beautiful red plant here. I literally can see a white egret, you know, so like, <laughs> What and, and it doesn't have to be all those beautiful things. It can be the texture of a tree. It can be the brown of the tree. It can be the dirt. It can be whatever. But when you do connect to nature and, and what my point was, some days I will sit here and I will miss all of that. Yeah. Like I won't even I will not even see this incredible beauty in front of me because mm. I'm so unmindful and mm. it, just taking that moment. So um that's huge. And, and another, you know, skill, which again, we talked about in, in stress breathing is like the new, uh, it, it's like the new panacea for everything. You know, you can, you can really heal a it lot of works. things. It, it, it does work. It works for stress reduction. It works for pumping up. It works for meditation. It works for prayer. It also works for being mindful. My favorite technique is the four, four, eight. I wrote about it in my book. Um, but it's four breaths, four second breath in through the nose, hold it for four seconds, and then exhale it in a whooshing sound through your mouth for eight seconds. So mm-hmm. it's in through the nose four, hold for four, out through the mouth for eight. And that literally also, that is great for insomnia. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I wake up and I cannot fall back to sleep and I do two of those, I'm like, out. I just, it's just mm-hmm parasympathetic, it it takes you into a different state. So Mm -hmm. that's seven and eight. What are the last two, Maria? Well, nine and 10 are just like you should observe your emotions. You should observe your thoughts, which are, yeah. And those are different. They are different because your thoughts make your emotions. Right. That's right. So to, to extend the example I gave earlier, you know, my emotion that I had last night was a little bit of, of embarrassment. And the thought was that I had said something that might've hurt somebody feeling or was silly or something anyway. So once I went through that process of, you know, quietly observing that, then I felt so much calmer and I wasn't pacing and looking for something else to, 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 uh, to calm me. So, um, and then the 10th one is, you know, mindful eating. This is, it's so important and we don't do it. <laughs> you know, eating should be a celebration 
of food, uh, you know, of community. And, you know, you can, when you're eating, you should think about everything. You should think about the, the texture of the food, the taste of the food, the way, who you're with, the, the chair you're sitting in. Don't just gulp it down. Don't do it in front. You know, don't do it while you're holding your phone. <laughs> I mean, people yeah. do, I, you know, yeah. it's like, taste your food. It's a gift from God, <laughs> you know, taste it. And it will really, it'll also help you lose weight because you'll slow down and, and you'll think, you know, sometimes when I'm mindfully eating, I'm thinking, why am I eating this? This doesn't even taste good. I think I'll yep. stop. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Those are, those are all huge. So yeah. it's now time for the takeaways. Maria, you and I have heard the takeaways are the best part of the show. That's right, Kelly, because the takeaways are curated information, which is what we give to our clients when we coach them. If you would like to take your performance to the next level in health, life, or leadership, go to our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. Yes, just click on our coaching page and book there. We're looking forward to bringing out the champion in you. And now, the takeaways. Maria, let's do our takeaways. These are 10 really quick, simple things, you know, practice gratitude, check in with your body, practice. Now I am listen to the person that's speaking, pay attention to your emotions, become aware of your senses, connect to things in nature, focus on your breathing, observe your thoughts and eat mindfully. So, all right, Maria, what are your two, you're either really passionately going to continue to cultivate, or you're going to add. Um, I love the set an alarm to be present, um, just cause that's a great way to start any new habit. And now I am, um, those are really, you know, you had them kind of in the same thing, but I, I think those are two for me that I'm going to work on. Like now I am podcasting yes. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and also when I'm, you know, when I'm not doing something that involves me talking you know, whatever that, that I will, you know, just you know, I, I don't know if I'll set an alarm, maybe like a rubber band. I'll, I need another sort of visual reminder to be present, especially when I get in the car. So I think what I'm going to do is find something to maybe put in the car and this will be my anchor or my cue mm-hmm. to be present in that moment in the car. It's okay. I don't have to listen to a podcast. I don't have to, I can just be with myself. That's, those are good ones. Those How about are good you? Ones. Do you have some? Yeah, I, I love the, the one that goes before observing your emotions, which is checking in with your thoughts. And yeah. I, you know, this, this podcast really stuck with me and, you know, there's some wisdom in Erica Brown. I don't know if you remember the Erica Brown interview, yes. but yes, I do. She's the one who was having negative thoughts yes. and she checked in with her thoughts and wrote down, what am I thinking? Why am, why am I feeling badly? Oh, it's this thought Right. You know, that she went on to make our Olympic team Yay! as an outsider. Like she was not like a, a lock to make the right, Olympic team. Right. But obviously what she was doing, she was observing her thoughts and that really yes. worked for her. And so our thoughts become our emotions. And right. so if we can kind of back up before we go into a, you know, into a crash of emotions of something, what is the thought that's causing that? So that is something I always need to work on is boy, my thought is going to cause whatever my emotion is or my next thing. So I want to observe my thoughts more. And then I, you know, I'm also really, I need to be more mindful when I'm eating. I Mm -hmm. I can be guilty of multitasking and trying to like, just before the podcast, I had another meeting and I didn't eat lunch and I had, I ate really early. So I'm like, okay, I don't want my stomach growling on this podcast. So 
I had like a 30 minute window, but I was also looking at the content working on the script. So I was eating <laughs> while I was eating while we, you know, I was creating um, some of the stuff for the the podcast and that's not good. So yeah. I, I, I'm fully on board and believe in mindful eating and, and not watching a movie while you eat or, you know, doing something else. So those are the two I'm yeah. going to work on. I like, I like those. I, I'm glad you brought up um, both the thoughts and the feelings because really the feelings are the flag, especially mm-hmm. if they're negative. It's a flag saying up, oh, something's going on here, you know, get to the thought. And I love Erica Brown's thing too. She said she started out by doing morning and night and then sort of gradually that worked now throughout the day, she was much more aware. So if you need a way to begin this process, just do it at night or in the morning when you wake up. And for me at night, it's the best because then I can sort of sort things out before I go to sleep. Yeah. All right, Maria, this is very awesome. Yes, it is very awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love you, Kelly. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This week's quote of the week comes from Eckhart Tolle. In today's rush, we all think too much, seek too much, want too much, and forget about the joy of just being. You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast with host Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Champions Mojo is produced by Cobra Media, and a new episode debuts every Tuesday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Follow Champions Mojo on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Champions Mojo.